life's winding route we've come to know can feel so much better when we're not alone walking each other home so just an absolute gift thank you so much for that beautiful beautiful song walking each other home i just i just like what is life's winding road it's beautiful thank you so much you know ivan is the only person i know that ever went to woodstock i mean the range of this man is absolutely amazing 
Ivan Brodro has blended a life and variety of music into honest and well-crafted songs and about simple emotions and gut-wrenching feelings that we all experience. And I think we felt all of that today. Thank you so much, Ivan. You are a blessing. And hello, hello, beautiful people. Happy Sunday. And thank you for joining us today. I'm Jill Engels, practitioner with the Center for Spiritual Living, White Rock, BC, Canada. I am deeply honored that I live on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Coast Salish First Nations, including Katsi, Kwatlin, Samiamu, Stolo, and Musenar. I am committed to respecting these lands and the First Nations who continue to care for them. This beautiful CSL White Rock community envisions a world that naturally expresses love. Oh, take a breath of this wonderful vision. A world that naturally expresses love. And our mission is to awaken humanity to its spiritual magnificence. We believe that there is one life, and that life is present right here, right now, in everyone and in everything. We believe that we are spirit having a human experience. And we know that nothing outside us needs to change in order to be happy. And as Ivan says, we are all walking each other home. We welcome everyone with an open, loving heart. Thank you for being here. Oh, this is so exciting. So exciting for me. Our speaker today is the lovely Reverend Cassandra Ray. As many of you know, Reverend Cassandra was our beloved leader for two years and needs little introduction a wonderful teacher, an amazing minister. She supported and guided many of us through the ups and downs of life, always grounded in principle. Reverend Cassandra's brilliant smile, open heart, and her deep shared love of spirit was a rich, nourishing experience for many of us. It is a joy, an absolute joy, for her to return to us today Welcome, Reverend Cassandra. Wow. Thank you, Jill, for that heartfelt introduction. And I am just filled and overflowing to be with you here today. I'm, you just, if you can imagine if we were in person, I'm just standing up and just taking you in, right? I'm taking you in. Um, so for those of you joining here on Zoom, I've got it on, on gallery mode and I'm just taking a moment to look at you, to, to recognize you and to each and every name. And I'm kind of taking you into my heart as we come into this wonderful space that's been created by your leadership. Thank you so much for inviting me back today and for all of the work and the tending that goes into creating this space. Thank you leaders. 
Thank you, community. And how just I'm <laughs> I'm just feel so over 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 right to, um, to be here with you today, and it's so. Um, it's so funny because I was listening to a podcast recently. I don't know if you, who likes podcasts? Do y'all like podcasts? Yes. I saw some hands real fast. Yes. Oh, I love podcasts. You can just kind of listen when you want, right? Um, pause and come back to it. And I was listening to the We Can Do Hard Things podcast and in it, they were talking about how this is the most wonderful time of year and how actually it's just the most time of the year <laughs> that it's, you know, there's, it's, everything is kind of intensified right now. We have kind of the most expectations, the most food, the most spending, you know, good or bad, it's, it's it's a lot. And so what's funny is as as I'm joining you here today, I'm feeling some of that most, right? <laughs> because I'm just so happy to be here with you. I think this could only be better if I could like hug each and every one of you in my arms. So I'm doing that today as we start. I hope you feel that. And one of the questions I've been asking myself as I've been navigating, you know, a move, a new home, new circumstances, still navigating the pandemic, right? And, and one of my questions has been, how do we stay grounded in our values and intentions and beliefs? How do, how do we stay grounded in that? Uh, there tends to be um, a lot of opportunities at this time of year to connect with people you might not see all the time. And, and there might be some heightened emotions around that. And so part of what I'm doing to remind myself of who I am and who we are together is actually to remember where we're at in the universe because we are approaching winter solstice. And it just occurred to me right now that I'm wondering how do we get grounded? And I am literally thinking about the ground. <laughs> I'm literally thinking about the earth and where the earth is in, the, in space right now in relationship with the sun and the other planets, right? Winter solstice is this time, if you can imagine that orbit, right? That plane, that path that the earth travels around the sun, we're at that point where we're, we're not only kind of the farthest away from, from the sun, but in the Northern hemisphere, we're pointed away, right? We're shifted away from the sun. So there's this darkness and I think it is so important to remember that there are seasons. There are seasons every year. There are seasons of life. There are cycles. And that it is natural to have times of rest, times of work, times of play, times of, of harvest, right? Times of blossoming. And this wintering time is, is a time of 
getting comfortable with what's uncomfortable. Because many of us don't really know how to slow down or to rest or to be still. But that's what the winter calls for. Literally some animals hibernate, <laughs> right? This is, so, so I'm wondering if we can remember the ground, the, gr the ground that we're physically standing on and also the ground of our being. And I'm telling you, I am looking for, you know, nourishment from through every sense, you know, like, like listening to podcasts and I'm reading a book. I just finished it called The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna. It's actually a fiction book. Wow, I read a, I read a novel. <laughs> this is what happens when I'm not working, right? I read a novel and in it, you know, they're farmers and they talk about how in the winter they have much different activities than they have in other times of the year. So, you know, there used to be, um, and, and maybe there is still for some more of a connection to your daily activities, to where the earth is in the sky, in our cycle, in our season. And so I wanna just start off by today by giving you permission to slow down, permission to rest, and, you know, a friend of mine, Rebecca Hiroka, she's a practitioner back in Oregon right now. She was just talking about there's no right or wrong way to do the holidays. So just remembering that, just getting regrounded in that. There's no right or wrong way to do the holidays. And you have permission to choose for yourself how you're going to do that. So I wanna, I'm gonna actually walk us through a little bit of a process today to help us really get grounded and stay grounded in our values and intentions. I know that I really need this. I hope that it is beneficial for you too. And, you know, so I'm listening to podcasts, I'm reading books, and I'm also listening to some music. And one of my favorite new thought musicians is Amber Darland. She is right up in um, Northern Washington in Bellingham, right? And her title track of her latest album, There's a Calling, in it, here are some of her lyrics that are just really helping me be in winter solstice. And she writes, she sings. I'm not gonna sing it, thankfully, but <laughs> here are her, her words. If you think you're traveling slow, Remember, it takes all this darkness to grow. A tiny seed holds all there is to know, and there's strength in letting go. I highly recommend pulling up Amber Darland and giving a listen to this in her beautiful voice and instrumentals on her website, because this is such profound wisdom that she is sharing here. It takes all this darkness to grow. We must remember that seeds are planted in the darkness of the earth. That's the, the first step. They're planted in the darkness of the earth. I was talking to Reverend Abigail Shire this week, and 
she's a minister out of CSL Seattle. She was reminding me of, you know, pagan earth-based traditions that winter is a time of honoring our cycles of not doing. And she said to me, she said, the creative infinite presence is creating underneath the surface during winter. The creative infinite presence is creating underneath the surface. So it's not that our not doing isn't doing something. It's that the creative infinite presence is creating underneath the surface. So what if this is the time to tend to your being, to prioritize your inner growth, your inner life? What does your soul need? What are you craving? And to really, truly love yourself through this most time of year. And I think it's important for us to remember that what's most important isn't what you do, but how you do it. This is prioritizing our being. How, paying attention to how you are doing things. And actually this is the essence of spiritual living which I see as the evolution of consciousness, that that is, the, that is the essence of spiritual living, evolving our consciousness. And so how do we do that? We open up to new and empowering ideas, release limiting beliefs, practice so that we can embody new beliefs, and then we experience life differently, right? That's the, this is the living part of it. We're doing it in our everyday lives. So as amazing as that is, and I know we've all felt the power of that at one time or another, you know, evolving your consciousness, it can bring up fear or even even getting together with family can bring up fear. <laughs> uh, so I want you to think about, you know, how does fear show up for you when you're evolving your consciousness, when you're doing your work and when you're trying something new, when you're opening up to new ideas, how does fear show up for you? I mean, is it distraction? Is it overdoing? Is it overthinking? Is it micromanaging? Is it putting your guards up? How does the fear show up for you? Just giving you a moment to consider that for yourself. On Zoom, it can be like, is she frozen? <laughs> so I have to clarify. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm 
still here with you. I'm just giving you a little bit of space. So sometimes when we think about the fear or what we do in the face of fear, we can push it away. And so I actually, I don't want you to push it away. What I'd like for you to do is I would like for you to bring the part of yourself that's afraid. I want you to bring that part to you. I want you to pull that part of you that learned that reaction. I want you to pull that part of you into your heart. And I'd like for you to recognize that the reaction to fear is just a survival mechanism. And you can release the pattern. You can release the fear while embracing yourself. Embrace yourself. Imagine that the you that learned that reaction was doing the best they could. And the folks at Be Nourished, they teach, there is wisdom in your coping. There is wisdom in your coping. So I want you to just think for a minute, what does that part of you need? What is that part of you that's afraid, that overthinks or overperforms or maybe retreats and goes into hiding? Maybe a combination of both. What is that part of you need? Is it love, acceptance, encouragement, time, tenderness? What's that part of you need? So take that part of, of you into your heart. And here is your practice for this coming week. It is to give yourself what you needed. And if you don't have the capacity to give yourself what, what's needed, then promise yourself that you will do the work to grow the capacity. You know, sometimes you can think a thought in your mind and you can say, I know that this is true, but I don't feel this way. I know that I am loved by the divine, but I don't feel loved. If you are experiencing that in your life, I'd like for you to simply make a promise to yourself that you will do the work until you feel the truth. It's okay to be where you're at. It's okay to not feel it. And I'm simply asking you to make a commitment to the work that will expand your capacity, that will open your heart, that will allow you to bring in these truths, not just in your mind, but into your heart, 
into your body, into your experience. So what is the work for you? Is it prayer, meditation? Is it taking a class? Is it making art? Is it counseling or therapy? A gratitude practice? Check in with your soul, with the infinite in you to find out what is yours to practice right now? What is the practice that's going to lead you to that next place in your path? And sometimes you can set the intention to discover that and it will come to you. It'll be a, a song you hear, a commercial you hear, a person who invites you to a group. It will come to you via email and you just need to be open to receive it. So as the earth is making this shift around the sun, turning itself, we're, the earth is literally turning, we're turning toward the light. At winter solstice marks that pause in between from one direction to another. We are shifting directions. Let us shift with the earth right now. Making a shift in consciousness, let us love ourselves and each other like never before. Let us open our hearts with compassion and kindness, and also let us set healthy boundaries. <laughs> I was listening to Brene Brown. She's on a book tour right now with her new book, Atlas of the Heart. You might have heard of it. In her book, she quotes um, Prentice Hemphill's quote on boundaries. And I, I just have to read it to you because it's so beautiful. Boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. So this is Prentice Hemphill, and I'm going to say it one more time. Boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. So knowing that your practice, that your endeavors and that your acts of love toward yourself and others, that they nourish the seeds of purpose that are planted in the depth of your being, that are planted in the darkness within, and that the creative infinite presence is creating underneath the surface right now in you. So this new journey that we are all embarking on welcomes the light. Know that the light is returning. Bit by bit, there is more light in the day. And what will help you keep focused on the light? See, it's so easy to slip back into the awfulizing. The awfulizing is look what we don't have. They always do this. If only it could have been different. Why can't I have more? That's the awfulizing. It's easy to do that. It's easy to slip into it. It's easy to complain. But we are being called to create. We are the ones who are here to expand consciousness into a new reality, even 
when it's not easy. We must cultivate the seeds of purpose planted within ourselves. So what is the God quality or virtue that will support and empower you? As we're closing here in my talk, I'd like for you please to turn within for a moment and to just ask your soul, what is the God quality or virtue that I need right now to guide me into this next year, to guide me into this next part of the journey, part of the path? What's needed? Is it simplicity? Is it flexibility? Is it openness? Is it faith? Is it courage? Is it love? Go ahead and pick your, pick the one word that can be your theme for 2021. I invite you to write it down, to explore it, to look it up in the dictionary, <laughs> to make up your own definition for it, to make art with it, to let it guide you, let it teach you, let it show you the way into your expanding consciousness. Amber Darland says in that same song that you can listen to, we're drawing from an infinite unraveling. There's magic in meandering. Lean in and listen close. There's a longing. You can feel it in your heartbeat. Lean in and listen close because you are being guided in each and every moment. The light in you is ready to shine and to warm everyone, including you, on your path. Let's take this into prayer. And just turning within, turning the attention inward, opening the heart, snuggling into that soul space where the infinite is alive and well, where the attention, where the awareness is turned toward this truth that the source of all life is unconditional love, creative power beyond measure, such amazing intelligence. It is alive and well at the center of each one of us. And I recognize that it is the essence of who and what I am. As I recognize that I am spirit in form, I absolutely know and celebrate that each one listening to this prayer is an amazing, beautiful expression of spirit 
in form. I know that spirit is guiding each one of us clearly, kindly, with gentleness and power, with compassion and kindness. I welcome the light. I celebrate the creative infinite presence doing its work underneath the surface. And I celebrate breaking through that surface with new understanding, new ways of being. I know that spirit has divine purpose for each one of us. And that this week, we are all stepping into it at an even deeper level. That we are guided so clearly for what to say, for what to do, and what not to do. I celebrate winter. I celebrate this time of rest and rejuvenation and replenishment. I send a blessing out to each and every one that has been touched by this pandemic. It's all of us. I send a blessing of love, of power, of grace. I'm so thankful for community, for spiritual community, for spiritual truth and principle that enlivens, illuminates, and inspires each one of us into the next right step. I celebrate the seasons and this cycle of wintering, knowing that there are gifts here now today and more to come. I let it all be. And I step into this new reality. Breathing it in and letting it go. And so it is. I believe this is our wonderful time of sharing. It's our offertory time. Hmm. We create sacred opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of truth and spirit. If you are inspired by today's music and message, how could you not be? As well as our weekly and monthly programs, we gratefully receive your gift, tithe and offering. You are a blessing. There are three ways to donate. Visit our website, mail us a check, or send us an e-transfer. And our prosperity affirmation is divine love within blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. And so it is. <laughs> 